I'm pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work. Okay, so yesterday was the final, the final day of the Great Designer Search 3. So I'm going to sort of uh, uh, talk a little bit about setup, where, how we got there, and then I'm going to talk about the final day. Um, okay, so back in December, um, we announced that we were doing the third Great Designer Search. And we had, I think, we, you could sign up if you were interested, meaning we would contact you with the information once, because uh, January was when the, the, it would start to try to, uh, the trials would start, because there were three trials. So 8,000 people signed up. Trial one, had you had to write 3,000 words worth of essays, um, 10 essay questions, 300 words apiece, and um, 3,000, just slightly over 3,000 people um, did the essays and then uh, qualified for trial two, which was a multiple choice test with 75 questions. You needed to get uh, 73. We did not expect 3,000 people to take the test. Um, and then from there, trial three was a design test in which you had to design, um, I think it was 10 cards. And um, so basically what happened is we ended up picking eight people um, so on the design test, so essentially what happened was to qualify the top eight, you had to excel at all the trials. You obviously had to get 73 or better on trial two. You had to write really interesting essay answers on trial one. And you had to have a really good design test on trial three. Um, and the way it worked was the judges for the event were me uh, representing vision design, Eric Lauer representing set design, and Melissa Detour representing play design. Uh, also, Eli Schifrin, the rules manager, would chime... He wasn't officially a judge, but he would chime in with rules things uh, whenever he saw them. And then we have a guest judge each time. Um, so let me, I'm going to quickly walk through the challenges. So for the very first, uh, we reviewed their design test, and our special guest judge was Ethan Fleischer, the winner of the second great designer search. Um, and what happened was uh, the design test... Uh, Jay Treat was... Uh, was number one, um, and then uh, uh, number two was Ari, uh, Arnia. Uh, number three was Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Geist, I can't remember all their last names. Uh, number four, I believe, was Scott. N- number five was Chris, I believe. Number six was Linus. Number seven was Ryan. Number eight was Alex. So that was how the, the first one came out. Um, I'm not sure I remember the ordering of everything. I haven't remembered that first one because we talked a lot about it. Um, so anyway, those are the people that qualified for top eight. Um, one of the things is there, it was, there was a, a lot of discussion about the top eight. Um, we actually, the way it worked was I got 97 things, put them into three buckets, ended up getting 37 in the yes bucket, I think, um, and then did further reviewing on those and ended up getting 15 for the final that I brought all the judges in. I think we got down to 15 and I brought all the other judges in. And uh, all the judges, uh, including Mark Gottlieb, by the way, who's kind of a behind-the-scenes judge. He's the manager of, of the... Um, of uh, the, uh, the I'm not sure what we call it, but uh, the position. Um, anyway, uh, so we, we had like a two-plus-hour meeting that actually it was ended up in several different rooms. Um, in the end, we picked our top eight, but it was, it was a lot going. I wrote an article, by the way, um, that showed the other people um, that were that had done. I think all the other people that were had done the highest in on the design tests. So I showed um, 
beyond the eight people that I think I showed 11 other people's work. So those are the kind of people that came the closest to making it. Um, and you can see one of my articles, right? I talked about that. Okay, so we do the judging. Um, and we move on to challenge number one. Design challenge number one was a tribal design challenge where you had to pick a tribe. And the way it worked was first come, first served. Um, and everybody picked their tribes, although Jay took a long time to pick his tribe. <laughs> like, everyone picked... We, on Thursday, we let them pick. And Jay, I think, ended up picking, like, Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening. Um, everybody else picked on Thursday. Anyway, at the end of that, um, I believe Jeremy won that one. I think Ari came in second and Chris came in third. Uh, you will notice that those are the final three I, uh, that happened to end up being the final three. Um, so... Basically, what happened in the first challenge was Jay, who had done really good on the design test, didn't do quite as well. Um, he had done shamans, and he was trying something experimental. It didn't quite work. Uh, he was kind of middle of the pack because we liked that he was trying something different, but it didn't quite work. So he didn't get full credit because it didn't quite work. Um, but he got some credit as he was pushing boundaries a little bit. Um, and uh, neither Ryan nor Alex did all that great. So... Uh, oh, in Design Challenge 1, the guest judge was uh, Alexis Jansen, who was the winner of the first great designer search uh, 11 years ago. Um, so what happened was, um, obviously, uh, the, the top three we, weren't, we didn't consider getting rid of. Now, note, what it is, is it's your conglomerate, how you're doing all along. It's, it, it's not the, fi- the final test that gets you kicked out. It's all of the challenges and the design test put together. It's all your work put together. Um, so after the first design challenge, um, really it was between Ryan and Alex. We had a lot of debates. The judges went back and forth. Um, Scott didn't have a great second challenge, but he had done a little better on the first challenge. Um, uh, Linus, we also talked a little bit about Linus. Linus had done better on, I think, better on the, he was, I think Linus might have come in fourth on that challenge. So anyway, it ended up becoming between Ryan and Alex. A lot of this conversation in the end, we, we chose to get rid of Alex um, once again, let me stress that all the eight designers I thought were really talented and really good. It's just a competition. Someone's got to go. So when I talk about elimination, it's, please, I don't want anyone to read that as we didn't like them or didn't think they were good designers. Just, look, we got eight great designers, and every week we had to knock somebody out. So uh, Alex sadly got knocked out the week one. So challenge number two was a top-down challenge. We had made Bigtopia, which was a circus world. And I gave them 25 names of cards. And then the, they had to design eight cards. They could choose any eight they wanted, but there were a bunch of parameters. They had to hit, um, there, there were certain that had a color variation, and there's some stuff they had to do, um, and certain rarities and stuff. Um, anyway, coming out of that, uh, our guest judge was Aaron Forsyth. Um, and interestingly, the top down challenge was the most divisive for the judges. Um, it, it, if you read over the judge comments, it's the greatest, it's the challenge that is the most of, I like this, I don't like this at all, you know. Um, and, and there's a little bit of taste at top down. It's definitely a little more, uh, it's a little more subjective than objective. Um, in the end, Scott won that one. Although I should point out, Scott won not because everybody thought he had the best thing. Uh, there's just a lot of ups and downs. And Scott was the one that everybody universally believed was not bad. That you know that was like was solid. Um, 
Nobody had Scott as their number one pick, interestingly, but nobody had Scott near the bottom. And other people, other top picks, other people had near the bottom. So it was a very weird week where this is my favorite. Well, I thought they did the worst. And very, normally if you notice in our judging, it was much tighter than that. But the, the top-down challenge seemed to be the quirky one. Um, and so the big question there was what to do. Um, Jay had not a great turn again. But I think Linus had a slightly worse week. Um, Ryan had rebounded. Uh, so the top, Scott ended up being in the first place. Jeremy was in second place. And Ryan was in third place. So while Ryan was on the cutting block, we thought Ryan actually had a good week. So Ryan sort of staved off elimination for a week. Um, and in the place, Linus ended up going. So Linus got removed from the second challenge. So the third design challenge was a mechanic challenge. Interesting, a little trivia, by the way. Originally, the mechanic challenge was going to be the fourth challenge. The art challenge was going to be the third challenge. But my judge for the art challenge, Jenna, was on vacation uh, that week. So we weren't able to... So I, I swapped it so we, we could use Jenna. Um, anyway, uh, the mechanic is actually pretty hard. I think the mechanic uh, challenge is the one that overall the, 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 the designers did the worst on. Um, and it's one of the hardest things to do. Designing mechanics is mega hard, especially when we gave them a bunch of parameters that they had to work with and because they were designing something that had common cards and you know, there's a lot of making something big enough that it spreads across different rarities. It, it is challenging and it was definitely very hard. Um, for that challenge, Ryan actually rose to the occasion. Ryan won that challenge. Um, who was second that week? I think second that week was Jeremy second that week or was Chris? Maybe Chris might have been second that week. Maybe Chris was second that week. And, um, was Ari third? He's either Jeremy or Ari was third that week. Uh, anyway, the guest judge for the mechanic episode was, uh, Jules, Jules Robbins, who, um, actually had worked really, really hard during the second grade designer search. We had a public element where people could submit cards on a wiki, uh, and Jules had done a lot. And in fact, one of the things that got him in the door was... Um, a couple of the, uh, Ethan and Sean, who Jules had made cards for, really spoke up for him and said that they really were impressed with his designs. Uh, and so, while he wasn't actually in the second grade designer search as a, as a contestant, um, in a lot of ways we contribute his work from the great designer search too as the thing that really got his foot in the door. So, um, and Jules is also one of the people, along with Ethan and Scott and a bunch of other people, who founded Goblin Artisans, of which uh, Ari, uh, Ari and Jay were, uh, and... I think Ryan are all on, on, on Governor Sins. Um, anyway, so challenge number three was the mechanic challenge. Um, Ryan, yeah, it was Ryan, Chris, and either Jeremy or Ari. Um, so that was the one that Jay, Jay had had a really strong start. Um, like I said, with the, uh, the tribal ones, he, he had tried something interesting. It didn't quite work, but he got points for at least sort of being bold. Um, his top-down challenge two and his mechanics didn't, neither of them really sing. And so, sadly, um, uh, Jay got cut uh, on challenge three. So, um, challenge four was the art challenge. Um, and that is where we gave them 10 constraints uh, and 12 pieces of art. So, they had a design card. For, like, and the constraints were like... It's a common green non-creature, you know, and, and we, it's kind of stuff like we're doing a hole filling like we would do in a set and telling them what we needed. And then they also had to balance, they had to t- pick 10 of the 12 pieces of art to try to match up. And it was, the art was picked and designed in such a way that it wasn't an easy fit. You had to kind of work a little bit to stretch things. Um, 
Uh, and our guest judge that week was Jenna Helen, who is um, on the creative team, who Jenna more just judged kind of what she thought of uh, the card concepting matching what the mechanics did. Um, and that week, the winner of the challenge was Ari. Um, I believe, I think Jeremy came in second that week. And who came in third? I don't, I don't have all this off the top of my head. Um, I don't remember who was third on the art challenge. I do know that um, that one was talking us between Ryan and Scott who would go. Um, maybe Chris, did Chris come in third? Um, the conversation that week was between Ryan and Scott. Um, but I think that Scott had, or maybe did Scott come in third? Uh, uh, Scott ended up doing well enough that we ended up, that Ryan ended up going after the fourth challenge. Um, and then we got to the fifth challenge. The fifth design challenge was another first come, first serve challenge. They had to pick a booster pack, a uh, black border that had a 15 card booster pack. And then they had to design all new cards that fit the parameters of the booster pack from that set. Um, so let's see. Chris, uh, Jay came in first and at picked Kanzu Tarkir. Ari was second and picked Scars of Mirrodin. Um, I believe Scott was third and picked Innistrad. In fact, Scott originally tried to pick New Phyrexia, but by the rules, since Ari had picked Scars of Mirrodin, he couldn't have New Phyrexia in the same block. Uh, so he ended up picking Innistrad. And then uh, the latest, which was still the same day, but uh, around four o'clock, everybody else had picked theirs like noon. Uh, Chris picked uh, Guild Pact. Um, so anyway, they turned it in. Uh, Ari won that challenge. Jeremy came in second. Chris came in third. Uh, and Scott came in fourth. Um, Scott had come into the challenge kind of in last place. Uh, and, well, I think Scott actually did a good job. I think, I mean, I th- I, the final challenge was really, really good. Oh, the guest judge was Ken Nagel, who had came second in the first grade design research. And um, I think it's the best that all of them did. I, I think the fifth challenge, um, while being a really hard challenge, I, I think it's the one that they uh, did the best at as a, as a whole. Um, and while Scott did a good job, the other three, I think, did a better job. And Scott also had come in, you know, Scott, Scott was the one that was fighting to stay in, and Scott ended up getting kicked out. So that means we ended up with Ari and Jeremy and Chris. Um, so what we did is they got invited out for the final three. So by the way, what was going on was, due to some factors behind the scenes, we ended up having to do it. Um, the original plan was going to be 12 weeks long. Uh, every judging would be broken into two weeks. The first week would be the upper half of the, the pool and the second week the lower half. Um, for the design test, obviously no one would get eliminated, but for each of the following ones, you would know, oh, you're in the upper half, no way you're getting eliminated, and then the lower half, oh, which of the lower half's getting eliminated? And the idea was it was going to take over 12 weeks. Um, due to factors I can't really get into, that didn't happen, uh, so we ended up doing it, all the content uh, in the show, and then twice a week. So we ended up having sort of four times the volume than we originally intended. Uh, I know that was a lot, and uh, I, I apologize. Um, but I, we, a lot of people, uh, we had a lot of people reading all the stuff. I got a lot of very kind comments. Um, and I also got teased a lot for some of my uh, judging decisions. Uh, apparently a unicycle, it's very controversial whether or not it's equipment or a vehicle. Uh, since a unicycle in the real world actually is a vehicle, I was in the vehicle camp. Um, the interesting thing about the challenge in which they, uh, the t- top-down uh, um, circuit challenge was uh, I did not let, they only get one mechanic, including deciduous mechanics, and vehicles are deciduous. So if they wanted to use vehicle, they had to use up their one slot. So a bunch of them that did uh, equipment 
was kind of also because they really didn't have vehicles available to them if they wanted to use another mechanic. A little side note. Um, I also uh, mistakenly called a turtle a snake, although his, his shoulder things look like snakes. But anyway, um, for, for all my commentary and all, I, I felt like all these pearls of wisdom I tried to give, those are the stuff I, I, uh, I, I tend to get called on the, on the silly things where like, I, I, I called something different than people thought what it was. But anyway, um, I was really happy with how all the judging came out, by the way. Um, I thought Eric and Melissa and Eli and all the guest judges did an awesome job. Um, if you haven't had a chance to see this, definitely go check it out. Um, there, if you like making magic cards or interested in how magic cards are made, uh, th- there's so much data and so much sort of talking about us analyzing things. And you look at the card and go, oh, that seems just fine. And then we'll pick it apart and say, oh, or sometimes we like it. But sometimes it's like, oh, well, here's the thing you didn't think about. And there's so many little details about making a magic card. And there's so many little facets you have to think about. And, you know, I might talk about color pie or Eric might talk about... Um, how it fits, how it would fit in the set, or Melissa might talk about how it plays in a tournament. You know, all these different factors. It, anyway, it's pretty cool. Um, okay, so it is now time for the final three. So the way it works is, um, and this is how it works for both GDS one and GDS two. We we do uh, three trials, we do five challenges, and in the end, three people are left. Now GDS one had fifteen people in it. We we knocked out more than one uh, per time. Um, in fact, I think it would, it's like started with 15 and then eliminated 3, 3, um, 2, 2, 2, I think is what happened. Anyway, um, so we fly them out. So what happened was uh, Tuesday, they, they flew out on Tuesday, June 5th is when they came out. Uh, right now, see, I give a little, it's, I'm recording this on Wednesday, June 6th. Um, not often you know the exact date I'm recording something. Also, you can tell you how far in advance I do these things because obviously... You, 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 you're listening to this on some date, and I recorded this on, on June 6th. Um, anyway, so um, the, uh, sorry, um, we called them out. They came out on Monday because um, basically the challenge was all day Tuesday. It was a full day on Tuesday. Um, so Monday night, um, I and Mark Gottlieb and Stephanie Mitchell and Ben Hayes took them out to dinner. Um, Stephanie, for those who don't know, um, Stephanie was the, uh, help me, she was uh, the, the person that did all the behind-the-scenes work, all the administrative work, which is a, a huge amount of work. Uh, I, I, I joke that I'm not sure who did the most work on this challenge, whether it was one of the designers, me, or Stephanie, but uh, we all did a lot of work um, to, to put this all together, and so hats off to Stephanie. Anyway, the four of us took them out to dinner. We went to a a nice place in Renton called The Red House, which is literally a red house. Um, and we had a chance to sort of chat with them and sort of get to know them. Um, obviously, I had read other essays and I had been communicating with them through the contest, but it's more, that's more formal. This was a little more informal. I have a chance to sort of talk a little bit and find out about them. And, um, and also, one of the things we wanted to do was, look, the, the, the final day is really intimidating. Really, really intimidating. I've, I've talked to all the former GDS people. Um, for all these people, this is something that really matters to them. It's something that's really important. Winning, winning's a big deal. And, you know, it, when you're down and like, okay, here's a chance for something I've always dreamed of doing, and I'm one of three people for this ch- opportunity, you know, it, it is definitely nerve-wracking. Um, so we, we took them out to dinner the night before to sort of hopefully uh, calm them a little bit. Um, it's funny, all day long, I, I kept trying to say, okay, guys, you can relax, and 
uh, Chris could go, I'm not going to relax. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, when this is done, I will relax. But I, right now, I'm not, I'm not going to relax. So he's just being very, very honest. Um, okay, so we started our day early in the morning. So the first thing we did, um, we started at 9 in the morning, was I took them on a tour. Um, so understand the, the importance of the fact that they got to go on a tour is um, we've never given public tours. That's not something, Wizards never has done that. I mean, if you ever visit the offices, there's a fourth floor lobby that's public that you can come see. You can come see Mitzi, take a picture. Um, but the offices themselves are not open. We, we don't do tours. Um, for a long time, we used to do private tours in that, you know, every once in a while someone would come and we, we, it was a special thing when we give a tour. And then about two years ago, from on high, we got no tours, no more tours. We cannot give tours. So we've not given tours for a while. Um, so in order to give a tour, I had to get special disp- dispensation, d- dispensation, special permission. Um, and I got it. Uh, and so we were able to give a tour. Um, I can't really tell you too much about the tour because uh, they are all, they were all signed NDAs. So I, I can't talk about the tour, but uh, it was cool. They saw cool stuff. Uh, it was fun. And um, so we did that. And then starting at 9.30, so we, we did a tour for half an hour, it was time for the gauntlet. Dun, dun, dun. So the gauntlet is something we've done every single time. Um, it's something that we've done at every, um, at every um, GDS final so far. I mean, it's the third one. Uh, and so what it is is um, there were three rooms each room had four people in it. So let's see if I can remember this correctly. So the first room was me, um, Melissa DeToro, Eric Lauer, and Eli Schifrin. So this was the judges from, from the um, Great Designer Search, uh, or at least all the, the regular judges. Room two was Mark Gottlieb, Ben Hayes, Max McCall, and Brian Cauley. Um, and that was a lot of managers. Uh, those are all people that do different managing. Um, and then, and, and Mark Gottlieb would be the manager of, of, um, of the winner. Um, and then um, the uh, third room was Aaron Forsyth, Ken Troop, Mark Lobis, and, and Jess. Um, and those were more of the, the bosses, as we call them. Um, that's, that's how they refer to themselves. Um, so basically the way it worked is each person went in a room, had an hour to sit down, uh, chatted with the people in the room and then at the end of the hour we'd rotate them so it was three hours long an hour per room and there just was a lot of uh, a lot of talk um and different rooms i think talked about different things um uh but we we went through that and what we did is all all 12 of the the people in the gauntlet on the on the employee side uh took notes and from those notes we had a general sense of how all the people did. Um, everybody did well. So when I'm talking, what I'm talking about now is in comparison to each other, um, nobody dropped below the line. Everybody, everybody did a good job. It's more a matter of how much did they excel for the gauntlet. Um, so Chris ended up getting the highest marks um, on the gauntlet. Um, Ari was second and Jeremy was third. Oh, let me talk a little bit about, sorry, coming into this because uh, a, a lot of this is talking about the winner. Um, so coming into this event, um, both Ari and Jeremy, I think, had made uh, top three five times. I think each of them didn't make top eight, top five, top, sorry, top three once. Um, Ari had won two, two of the challenges. 
Um, Jeremy had won one of the challenges, although Jeremy did manage to come in second three times. Um, uh, Ari came in first, first, and second, and Jeremy came in first, second, 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 I believe. Um, Ari had um, a third or two. Anyway, uh, Ari came in a little bit ahead of Jeremy because Ari had won more challenges, and he had won challenges a little later. Uh, the challenges got a little harder as they went along. Now, you had less people you were competing against, that is true. Um, but that we, were, we designed the challenges to kind of get harder as you went along. So he won the last two challenges, which were two of the hardest challenges. Um, and an, another big thing about this competition was um, a lot of what we were looking for was improvement, was we were giving you notes, and you were listening to our notes, and you were adapting to the notes. And so a lot of the grading was not just how you did on the challenge, but also how you adapted to the notes that were given to you on the challenge. Um, and so the fact that Ari had done a little bit better later on, although once again, Ari came in first on the, on the fourth and fifth challenges and Jeremy came in second. So it was close. Um, but Ari had, uh, Ari had a little bit of an edge. So coming in, coming into the competition, Ari had the edge, Jeremy was behind him, and then Chris was behind him. That was sort of the pecking order coming in uh, so far. And remember, we judge on everything all combined. So coming in a bit ahead was significant. Um, but anyway, we did the gauntlet. Chris did the strongest in the gauntlet based on all the feedback. Um, now, once again, um, I'm talking about uh, conglomerate. Every single person was picked by multiple people as who they thought did the best. So it is not, um, I mean, Chris had the overall strongest performance based on all the conglomerate. But, uh, you know, but it, it was definitely, they all did well. Chris did a little better. Uh, you know, Ari's second, Jeremy's in third. Okay, then we had lunch, um, and normally on Tuesdays we have um, um, one of the things we realized a while back that is we weren't playing enough. We play, we do a lot of play testing, but we wanted to be playing a little more with finished cards and just be a little more familiar with the latest set. Because um, one of the things that happens is you play a set and get very familiar with it, but then you move on, and by the time the set comes out, well, the thing you're playing now is, you know a year to a year and a half away. Um, so we started playing Magic on Tuesdays to allow us just to play with the current set, just make sure we're more familiar with the set that's currently out. Um, and, hey, we get to play Magic. We like playing Magic. So, and what we do on Tuesdays is we bring in lunch. So some days it's pizza. Um, yesterday it was Greek food. Sometimes it's Mexican. Anyway, there's a wide variety of different food options. Um, they, they change it up. Yesterday was Greek food. Um, and then we played Dominaria. So um, we had an uh, hour and a half. Uh, basically let them decompress. The, the gauntlet uh, is three hours of talking is a long time. Um, and so they got to decompress a little bit. All of them actually ended up playing. Um, if you checked on my Twitter, I, I took pictures of all this. So um, we, we, uh, I, they, I took pictures of everybody playing. So all of them were playing. I don't know how they did. I, I believe... I believe R&D beat them mostly uh, in, in the game. So that once again, uh, I'm sure their minds were, were, were very preoccupied thinking of all the stuff going on that day. Um, but anyway, we had a relaxing lunch, or I guess R&D had a relaxing lunch. I'm sure they were still nervous. Um, and then after lunch, um, it was time for the final challenge. So the final challenge is something we've done. I, I, I did the same thing we've done the last two times. I'm a stickler for tradition. So basically what we do is... It is a last-minute replacement. So what that means is, so it was Dark Ascension, and in the last minute, the development team came to us and said, oh no, the card Seance is broken. 
uh, we, we need to replace Seans. And then Brand comes to us and says, well, you know, the name always made us a little nervous. Can we just change the name? If you're going to change the mechanic anyway, could we please change the name? So the challenge was uh, the set ships tomorrow. You know, we have to, we have to be down tomorrow. We have to, we have to, and so we, at the last minute, have to change something. So we, the art is already locked in. It's got to be that art, but it's not going to be called Seance. But it had, because of the collector number, it was locked in between, what was it? It was in between Sanctuary Cat and Silver Claw Griffin. So the name had to fit in between that. Um, it was a white rare, so it had to make sense for a white rare. They had to look at the other things that were in the set to make sure it sort of fit and didn't do something other, other cards were doing. Um, there was no time to play test it, so they couldn't push it. You know, they had to play and, and, and try to do something that wasn't going to be potentially dangerous without us testing it. And the way it worked is they each had an hour. So what they were given was a dictionary, a copy of the file of Dark Ascension, uh, a notebook and a pen, pen uh, and each given their own room. Uh, we had these little conference rooms, that are these little glass conference rooms. We put them in the three glass conference rooms. I took pictures of this as well. Um, the conference rooms, by the way, have white walls, uh, white boards for walls. So uh, Chris ended up writing all over the boards because he likes white boards. Um, I think both uh, Ari and Jeremy just wrote it on the, on the notebook we gave them. So anyway, what happened was they had an hour. They had an hour, and the, the instructions they were given is they needed to come up with three unique cards. Each card had to do something mechanically different, and each one had to have a unique name. So don't use the same, don't use the same name multiple times. Um, and so a lot of this challenge was about taking a lot of the skills we, we had asked for during the course of the challenge. They were designing to art. They were designing to constraints. They were designing to rarity. Um, so it, a lot of the skills we'd been testing all during the competition were sort of all coming together and now doing it once and doing it under a time pressure. Remember, all the challenges, we would send them around noon on Thursday, the challenge, and they had till Sunday midnight. So they roughly had three and a half days every time to do a challenge. Now they had an hour. Now given they only had to do three cards rather than eight cards, but still, they had to do an hour. Then the second half is we pulled them in along with all the judges. So me and Melissa and Eric and Eli and, and Mark Gottlieb was judge behind the scene. Um, we pulled them in and we put all nine cards up on the wall. And then all together as a team, we walked through to figure out what the right card for the hole was. Um, and part of it was us going through and saying um, which card, like Melissa walked through and said which cards she thought were too risky from a play design standpoint. We eliminated those. Um, Eli talked about, walked through and talked a little bit about what rules issues were. Um, we ended up tweaking a few things. And then um, we talked about positioning of what was too close to what was already in the file. That eliminated a bunch of stuff. So in the end, we ended up getting three cards we got down to. Interestingly, one from each contestant. Um, one, one from Ari, one from Chris, one from Jeremy. Um, by the way, I, I, there's an article that should have already been up by the time you heard this where I go through all their choices and talk about what we did. Uh, I'm not going to go into great detail there, but the article, I, I, I am planning to go in, or I haven't written it yet, but you guys should have read it. I am planning to go into detail in that article, so uh, in the future when you read the article that I haven't written yet, uh, it should be awesome. Um, so anyway, we went through, we even pulled in creative to ask a question about, uh, there was a card that, that was a pro-human card, and Dark Ascension was all about the humans losing badly, and we're like, is that okay? Um, but because it was a defensive card, uh, they said, they felt it was okay because humans were banding together to protect themselves, so it was ruled okay. Um, but anyway, after a lot of discussion uh, and a lot of uh, 
talk. We ended up picking a card. We ended up picking um, Jeremy's card. Um, but everybody did a really good job, and everybody really contributed a lot of interesting ideas and thoughts. Um, and all, all the cards they designed were very interesting. Um, so in the end, we I asked all the judges how they felt the final thing went. Um, they felt that, once again, all the contestants did well, but when sort of having to, to order them, they had Jeremy winning the final challenge with Ari coming in second and Chris coming in third. Um, so sort of the reverse of what had happened uh, at the gauntlet. Um, so then it was time to do the final, get all the judges together. Um, the, uh, the designers got a little bit of a break um, and we had our final meeting, our final judge meeting. So for those that don't know, the way it worked every time we had to eliminate somebody was all the judges involved, which would be me and Melissa and Eric, along with Gottlieb, who was a judge behind the scenes, and our guest judge um, would come and we would walk and talk through what was going on. Now, remember, at the meetings, we had two jobs. One was we had to eliminate somebody and the other is we had to pick the top three for that challenge. So when picking the top three, we only looked at that challenge because who won that challenge. But for elimination, it was always all the work they had done up, up to date. So usually, although the guest judge was there, usually it would be the other four of us um, figuring who went. And the way it would work is we had a system where you would stick people in the top, the middle, or the bottom. And then there was a sort of a pointing system. And then that would give us a general sense of where the group thought people were. And then there tended to be the people at the bottom, and then we would argue with the people at the bottom about who... Who should we keep and who should we get rid of? And um, so this was a little different. Normally, um, I mean, we always picked top three, but that was always for the individual challenge. So we first walked through uh, the, the, all the data from the gauntlet and all the data from the final challenge. And like I said, so it went Chris, Ari, Jeremy for the gauntlet. It went uh, Jeremy, Ari, Chris for the final challenge. Um, and as I said, coming into the competition, it was Ari, Jeremy, Chris. Um, so we talked a little bit. The first thing we realized was, well, Chris had done awesome work. Um, he did some amazing videos. If you haven't seen them, you should watch. They talked about, uh, by the way, if you want, for those beyond just reading the actual, uh, the magic website of the competition itself, which is all the challenges, all the cards, all the judge comments, um, all or almost all, I don't know if Linus wrote anything, um, Ari and Jeremy and Ryan and um, Scott uh, all wrote, or am I missing somebody? Um, Alex wrote something on Reddit, but he didn't write it on Goblin Artisan, so I'm not sure how easy that is to find. I don't think Linus ever wrote anything. Um, the other five, oh, Jay. Okay, so... Ari and Jeremy and Jay and Ryan and Scott all wrote articles on Goblin Artisan, which should still be there. If you want to sort of see what they thought about each challenge and what they thought about how they did and the, what the reaction to the judge comments. Chris did his, not on Goblin Artisans, but as a video series, which you can find on YouTube. I, I linked to it long ago on YouTube. But if you, if you search Chris Mooney on YouTube, you should find it. Um, or GDS3, I assume, also. Um, anyway... Um, so if you're really interested in hearing behind-the-scenes information, um, almost everybody... Alex also wrote something that was on Reddit, but it was, it's not on Government Artisans. Um, and I don't know if... Li I didn't see Linus for anything. He could have, and just not in the place that I saw. Um, also, there were interviews... Government Artisan also did interviews with everybody earlier in the process. So there's a lot of information. If you want to go more behind-the-scenes, uh, there was a lot of material to read. Anyway, um, 
we thought Chris did a really good job. We were super impressed with him with the interview. Um, but as far as the competition, Chris had come in in third place. Um, and while he did do really well in the gauntlet, he came in third place in, in the design challenge. And it was pretty clear to us that Chris didn't, didn't win the overall thing. So we, we eliminated Chris. That's the first thing that happened. Um, and it was down between uh, Ari and Jeremy. Um, and we looked back at all their work. And like I said, both of them had excelled. Both of them had come in top two numerous times. Um, both of them had won a challenge. Ari had won two challenges. Uh, you know, Jeremy had come in second, uh, I think, three times. So anyway, they both had done really well. Um, and Jeremy had won the final challenge. So one of the big questions was, had... So coming into the competition, Ari was, was ahead of Jeremy. Had Jeremy caught up to Ari and passed him? You know, had, had Jeremy... And so we went back and forth, and there was a lot of discussion. Like I said, all three of the final... Everybody was impressed with the final three. I, I, I got individual comments from multiple people on each of them individually. Um, and... So it was, it was, everybody was really impressed with the final three. Um, but only one, only one can win. So we went back and forth on Ari and Jeremy. Those were definitely the two that were in contention for it. Um, but in the end, we decided the winner was Ari. Um, what we had thought was Ari had come in the lead, and we felt like Jeremy had just not quite gained enough ground. Um, he obviously had done well in the challenge, but a little bit better than Ari. But he also had done worse than Ari in the gauntlet. And so we kind of felt like Jeremy probably inched up a little bit just because the, the design challenge was more important than the gauntlet. Um, but not enough to pass Ari. And so Ari was the winner. Um, so what happened then was we went to do an interview. So although the event took place on Tuesday the 5th, we did not announce. Once again, it hasn't happened yet for my timeline. But the plan is tomorrow for the 6th for you guys, Thursday the 6th, is when officially we announced it. Um, we do a live streaming thing. We're going to announce it on the stream. But because they were here on Tuesday and the live stream's on Thursday, uh, I went on the live stream, or I will go on the live stream. Hard to talk past tense when it's my future. Um, but I, I, in theory, was on the live stream. I I'm scheduled to be. Uh, and we did a video on Tuesday because they all flew out on Wednesday. So we did a video on Tuesday uh, of Ari and I. Um, in fact, we're up in a, all the rooms in Wizards are named after uh, Wizards properties, a lot, a lot of magic. So there's a room called the Meditation Realm, uh, and on the wall is a giant picture of Nicole Bolas's Meditation Realm. And so uh, we took a, we did the interview in front of that. Um, we needed to do it all in one take because they're just because of the time we weren't going to do any editing. Um, and I managed to mess it up numerous times. I already did a great job. I messed it up like four times. Um, and I don't think they're going to do any outtakes, but I, I did mess it up. Um, and uh, one of the funny things was um, that they had asked us to look at the... So I start looking at the camera, then I bring an Ari, we talk, because it's a surprise who's won, and then we talk, and then at the end we're supposed to go look back at the camera. And the, the take that we really, really liked, Ari and I both looked back at the camera like at the same speed, and it looked weirdly robotic, so I think, I think they're going to cut before we look back at the camera. But you can sneak and see if you look back at the camera. It, it was... Uh, the whole the interview that interview went really well. It was our favorite interview, and then we, we looked freaky as we we like our heads turned back at the exact same, like slowly at the exact same time back to the to the camera. Anyway, um, so I interviewed Ari. Learned I mean I, I already knew some stuff because I had talked to him, but uh, he introduced himself, told a little bit about himself. We talked a little bit about what his favorite challenges were, favorite card was. Um, but anyway, uh, and then after that, 
then uh, we had a night of uh, drafting with R&D. So we, did, we, we brought in some pizza. Um, and uh, I actually, I, I, I had stayed up Monday night, but I had to go home Tuesday night because of some family stuff. But uh, um, they got a draft, and they got draft with R&D. And, and you know, um, not, not every day you get a draft with R&D, so that was a lot of fun. Um, at least they told me it was a lot of fun. And anyway, and then they, they all went home. So uh, that, my friends, was the great designer search. So um, a little sort of, I'm almost to work, but um, I first want to say hats off to the top eight. I really thought all the top eight was, was, was a great group. I was super impressed. Um, one of the things that I know it's hard because the judges tend to be critical. Like a lot of the ju- I mean, we try to say where we like things when we like things. Um, but a lot of what makes the judging kind of fun for the audience and, and to be honest, helpful for the designers is sort of pointing out areas for growth or where something could have been better. And so while we were very critical, the challenges that we gave to those players were really hard. Uh, I felt it's all like Project Runway or one of the reality shows where we're, give, like, we're giving them tasks that we would do but in much, well, hey, sometimes not even with more restrictions than even we would have, and in a time frame way shorter than we would have. So, three and a half days is not a lot of time, uh, and the challenges we gave them were quite challenging. And so, I know it's very easy to go, oh, these cards aren't all perfect, but you're comparing them to real magic cards where an entire team works on them for a year and a half or more, you know, with constant refining and constant playtesting. Um, yeah, real magic cards should just read better than something a, a bunch of, of, of talented people made over three days. Um, so they did a great job, and you know it was it was really every time we do a great designer search. I mean, like the first one came about because I was trying to find a way to find designers, and it worked so well uh, that both the second and the third time. I mean. There's always been uh, behind-the-scenes logistical things, but R&D has never not wanted to do another GDS. Um, and so the big question is, will there be a GDS for? Um, I think there will be. I don't think it'll be for a while. Um, my running joke is the next one happens when we forget how much work the last one was. Um, but I, I really think that this was um, another very successful great designer search. I, I think we found some really exciting people. I think that we... Um, I was very happy. I mean, the, the only negative on my side is, and once again, this was factors I could not control. I do wish the thing had been spread out. I know it, in con, its condensed form, it was really, really hard for people to catch up and read. Um, we're also going to change it so that uh, we're putting uh, null things in so you won't know who necessarily won if you come in late. Uh, we're trying to fix all that. So we, I got a lot of notes. There's a lot of things I would, some tweaks I would do for the fourth grade designer search. And... Um, I was really touched by the way that 3,000 people um, did the essays. Like, that's a lot of work. And the fact that, I mean, that meant there were 3,000 people. I mean, this is what's really touching for me, which is essentially what I was doing is saying, hey, who would like to do what I do and go through a lot to have the opportunity, to even just have the opportunity to do it? You know, it's not even for sure you're going to do it. This is, you're going to do a lot of work, and maybe, 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 if you're lucky, you know, you can win this thing. Um, and 3,000 people, I mean, 8,000 were interested. 3,000 actually did the work, which is a lot of work, um, and, and took the test and all that. So it, it is quite um, humbling to see so many people so excited to do what I do. Um, and so I want to thank everybody who participated at any level. 
Um, I like all the feedback. I'm glad. Once again, every trial can be done better. Every trial is good to get feedback. Multiple choice tests are always hard to make. Um, I definitely realized that next time I got to make a harder test. There were too many sort of easy questions on the test. Um, the goal is not to make the people pass by getting, like, I, I want you to be able to miss more than two questions. Um, so, once again, there always is an ongoing discussion. Is, is, is there a way to replace the, 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 the multiple choice test? Problem is we need something because there's so many people enter that is an objective way to narrow down because the design tests, we, we, we can only grade so many. We can't grade 3,000. Um, so anyway, um, that is the great turnout search. I, uh, congratulations to Ari. He really blew me away, blew the whole, whole, all, the, all the designers away. Uh, just did some awesome work, some amazing stuff. And um, I hope uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, ho- I hope for the people who listen to this, I know not everybody, but if, you, if you've not, I will say this as I'm, I'm driving into work. If you ignored this whole thing and never looked at it, um, take a peek. Um, it really is, if you like at all understanding how magic cards get made, which I find most people who play magic enjoy, this is a really insightful way to sort of see stuff. Um, and it has a lot of drama to it. I mean, I guess you're listening to this, you know who won. Um, but there was a lot of drama in it along the way, and it was, it's fun. It, it's, a, it's a neat experience. Um, I, I plan to do a great designer, f- designer search for at some point. Um, like I said, the, the, the program has been so successful uh, that I hopefully would like to continue it. Um, won't be in the near future. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's sort of jaunt through the whole great designer search. Uh, once again, I want to thank every all. I want to thank um, Alex and Linus and Jay and Ryan and Scott and Chris and Jeremy and Ari. Um, I want to thank all my judges, uh, Melissa and Eric uh, and Eli and all the guest judges, um, Ethan and Alexis and um, Aaron and Jules and um, Jenna and Ken. Uh, I want to thank Stephanie for for doing probably a blind share of work behind the scenes. Um, and I want to thank everybody who just even participated, whether or not you tried out or whether you just read the material and, and, and contributed in giving feedback. Uh, thanks to everybody who was involved. I, I really had a great time with this. And um, anyway, I'm now at work. So we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. Instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. See you guys next time.